0: What is going on señoras y senores welcome on into today's edition of union match preview we're looking ahead at saturday night possibly going to be a rainy one and i'll keep you guys updated but for right now it does look like the temperature is supposed to be in the 40s for tomorrow night's matchup and it is 90 percent chance of precipitation so get your poncho on get your umbrella on get get your warmth on as well Let's try to stay dry as much as possible because it does look like tomorrow night should be a wet and rainy one. Uh, I don't know if this really does favor the union. I do think that it does play more into the trend that this match is probably going to be a close one. It's going to be a grinded out type of match. And it might be a little bit of a shit show. Yes, a lot of players missing. We'll talk about the missing pieces for both sides. With international break, of course, yes, we have to play through international break. I'm sorry, guys. We just we have to. Um, So we'll definitely be talking about this matchup and anything news and notes here with the Philadelphia. Yes, I'm wearing red. I understand I'm wearing red for a union match preview, but y'all got to understand, man. It's the there was the closest thing possible and also it's a Sixers game day, Sixers game day. You feel me? You feel me? But welcome on in, everyone. For checking on into today's uni match Preview, of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly, the owner of all things sports and culture in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. I want to formally welcome Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. We got DSM Media. We got TikTok in the building as well. TikTok, keep tapping that screen away. Smash that screen away. Some more soccer fans in the building. Right now, we have YouTube and TikTok comment sections open, so if you have any thoughts questions or concerns about tonight or tomorrow night's union match please drop them in the comment section as we will be reading those as this live portion goes on and a quick reminder that today's edition of union match recap is sponsored by lots rain watches If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch consider checking out lots rain watches high quality watches at a bargain price right now when you use my promo code at the checkout page barcero philly you will receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So ladies and gentlemen, take advantage of this great opportunity. Check out our great friends over at La Terrain and make sure you guys use the promo code Zero Philly. Awesome stuff. All right, let's get straight to it. What's up? We got to see a of line giving us uh, the, the uh, prediction. You guys can keep throwing your predictions down. I'll throw mine at the end. Elijah thinks... Three dupes, three points, three nothing. Union over Orlando. I like it, Elijah. Let me know who the three dupers are in the comment section. I appreciate you. I hope you're having a great day too. TikTok, keep throwing your comments in comment section. Keep tapping that screen away. I appreciate you guys. Um, so real quick, I wanted to uh, knock out the business at hand from this past week. Obviously, the Philadelphia Union making some big moves. Uh, This week, extending their own. That's the big part of the Union Way as Nathan Harrell and Jakob Gleznis both get contract extensions, both through 2025. Um, Harrell has an an option for 26 and 27, and Gleznis has an option for 26. Why is this a big deal, you may say? Um, obviously, listen, you always see, I mean, you just saw today with the birds, Lane Johnson gets extended by the birds for an, uh, another year that helps for salary cap purposes. This one's a little bit different. This one helps. Yes, a little bit for the money sakes uh, because of the fact that look, Gleznis already has been seeing interest from European sides. We already heard the rumors to Besheak this. Obviously, Nathan Harrell still young, a lot of promise so far and the sky's the limit for Nate. And so When you got two pieces that are integral, what you're trying to do right now and winning a championship, but you also realize that down the line, these two pieces could possibly be sold off, you just upped your price tag a little bit there. Now, obviously, we have a problem right now trying to sell off these pieces because, unfortunately, Europe doesn't really value MLS players that well yet. So a guy like Kai Wagner, where we do believe that he's worth 7 mil, uh, because when you have been the best MLS fullback since you came into this league, I don't care about the state or what you think the quality of this league is that is worth something all right so it will we're gonna have to wait and see but i think for myself it just exemplifies the class organization that is the union taking care of your own letting them know listen we love what you've done and we want you to be a part of this and if europe comes comes calling well then let it let it happen uh but we value you and so stay on so shouts to nate shouts to Jakob. can't wait to see more Nate TikToks, more Jakob colossos the rocket shoot. You feel me? So it's gonna be a lot of fun. So definitely excited about that. Uh, so let me know in the comment section your guys' thoughts on the, uh, the the news of the extensions of Jakob and Nate. Awesome stuff. All right, let's move on here, ladies and gentlemen, to the next bit of news and notes. Um. So from Tommy Bogues, the Bogue bomb here today, LAFC finalizing a deal to sign a uh, Polish youth international Bogus. And Listen, uh, Polish names are difficult. It took me a whole season to learn Kasper Shabilko, right? <laughs> uh, it took me a whole season to learn uh, Pieter Zielinski, um, for all my Napoli fans, my my Nopas. Um, so I'm assuming this is Matu Mateus Bogus from my Polish people out there, please give me the proper pronunciation. But look, this is another kid promise, um, for all my leads guys, all my prem guys, they probably know a little bit more about Bogus. Obviously I don't have time for the prem like that as much as I would love to. Uh, but look, this is going in part with what LAFC has done, uh, since the MLSC, since their MLS cup win last year. Look, here's the thing. I personally have no bad feelings towards LAFC. I get it. That loss in the MLS Cup absolutely sucked, and I'm right there with you, and I felt that pain on that day. But one thing I will tell you guys, I don't really get upset when LAFC makes these signings, but what I do do, see what I did there? (laughs) What I do do is uh, I, I question I absolutely question. I mean, you look at some of these signings. I mean, Stripe Bjork is one of the most highly touted young talents in Croatia. It's a solid soccer nation. You add on Aaron Long. Granted, that was a free transfer fee. Um, but you know, you even top off what happened last year. Bring in Chico. Bringing in Gareth Bale. How does that even happen? How do you? How are you able to sign Gareth Bale to a Tam deal? Like, that's crazy to me. So we do have to question LAFC just a little bit. Congratulations, LAFC. We will see you at the MLS Cup Final, and we will see what happens this year. But for them to be able to sign these players, I'm sorry. But as an MLS fan, you have to question it, and you just do. So it is It is what it is. Congratulations to them. But I, I typically, I, I, Jen, I do have to question. I, I do have to question. What's up, Scotty? What's happening, brother? Make sure you guys check out our, our boy, Scotty. Here's Scotty Talks Sports, Scotty Talks NBA here at DSM Media. Make sure you guys are subscribed and follow the Scotty. All right. So that what's going on? My bad, Seth. <laughs> what's up, Seth? Seth's excited that Nelson Aguilar, unlike Aguilar, <laughs> excited his boy Nelson Aguilar got signed by the Ravens. Awesome stuff, man. Awesome stuff. Any thoughts on the Union versus Orlando? Another purple team. Let us know. Hope you're having a great day, Seth. But uh, let's get into this matchup here, right? Union versus Orlando City. Tomorrow night, seven thirty kickoff. Yes, on kids. It is going to be on kids' night, guys. I know some people are still upset about it, and it does, it does kind of suck because it does seem like it is going to be bad weather um, for this match tomorrow. Uh, so, does that deter you from bringing your kids? It probably would for myself because I ain't trying to get sick. I ain't trying to have no sick kids. So, I completely get if you know parents don't want to go out there now. But um, it should be a fun matchup. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Why that'll be, but obviously when it comes to like Orlando, like I, it's always a tough matchup. Always, always, always is a tough matchup. I even think like the MLS is back. Um, we had that 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 incredible draw to end the round the round robin. Um, you know, I even look at last year uh, the the controversy with the Gazdag handball. Was it handball? Was it not? I think of uh, 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 Jason Mendez, who we just saw LAFC this past year in the MLS Cup. Now with Brazil, he was a member of Orlando. I remember uh, that nasty slide tackle he had on Jamiro Montero. That knocked him out for a little bit, but it's always fun. Now, the best part about this is that we don't have to play in Orlando, so it won't be blazing hot. Unfortunately, you do have to play them in June, so you're not really safe from that, but... Um, I, I, to, to March, I think it's going to continue this, the, the incredible battles that both these sides do have. So it should be interesting, but obviously look the, the one narrative, the one storyline we're gonna talking about throughout the league. And of course, for this matchup, it is the fact that we are an international play. Uh, the rest of the league, the rest of the world. I'm sorry, is playing international games. The U.S. is at it for all my U.S.M.N.T. people. I know you guys are are are, are up on the Florian uh, uh, gossip right now. Is he going to play for the U.S.? Is he not? Uh, but obviously, you know, this morning while I was in the gym, I was listening to a little bit of my Colombia drawing to Korea. And yes, Camilo Vargas was at fault for the first goal. He's partial at fault for the first goal, um, but. We have to play matches. It sucks. It really does. But the fact of the matter is, it's no excuse. You have to go out there. You have to play. Most clubs throughout the MLS have to go through the same thing. And including the club that we're facing off against here the uh, tomorrow night in Orlando. They're missing probably their two best players. We'll talk about it in just a second. Um, but this is just the reality of it. You know me, guys. We can bitch and complain about it all we want. It's not going to fix anything. It's obviously... A, an issue with our league um, and until the league re- recognizes that we're going to continue playing matches during international break. So it is what it is and we're just going to have to deal with it. But this is why it is a problem because a marquee matchup between Orlando and Philadelphia early on in the season, where a lot of people do anticipate these two will be contenders for the Eastern conference. This is what we're missing tomorrow. So this is the key, the pieces for both sides that'll be missed for tomorrow. So for Orlando, they're going to be without Pedro Gaese. Thomas Williams, Mike Halliday, Alex Freeman, Wielder Cartagena, Fabian Le- uh, Leola, uh, and of course, Fagundo Torres. Obviously, Caese and Torres, those are the two best players for Orlando. And those are going to be significant losses for them as well. And of course, for the union, you're, you're missing some key pieces too, probably more key pieces. El Brujo Martinez, Jack McLean, Daniel Gazdag, Quinn Sullivan, and Julian Carranza. So that's significant losses for both sides. So there's no excuses. You got to go out there. You got to play hard. And I think that this will be a tighter match because of that. So uh, we'll see how that does play around. But we're obviously coming off of a rough loss against Montreal. And as bad as of a loss that was, not only do we need to kind of forget it, but more importantly, we need to allow that match to motivate us for this one. You are missing key pieces, but you still have a lot of players that played in that matchup at the big L last Saturday and they, and it sucked losing in the way you did suck losing to Montreal, who probably will finish last sucks. Um, so I think that it's important to use that as motivation. You had a lead, right? And if you think about it, if you, if you you keep your composure for the last eight minutes of that Montreal match, it could have been a different story. So you need to be able to do that here this week and I do think that because of the fact you're missing a lot of those players, I think this bunch will be show up here hungry, especially the fact that you got a lot of players who want to prove that they deserve more minutes. This is a tight and competitive union squad, and minutes are but an essence. So, you know how you get more minutes? You take advantage of situations like this when there is no Gazak, Carranza, uh, Martinez. So, it's going to be big. We'll talk about what I think the lineup will be. Uh, definitely should be interesting. What's up right now? Right now, you got to change the profile. I'm just kidding right now, but man, uh, as always, right now, uh, Mets, Mets, Mets do suck. Mets do (laughs) suck. So, Tyler, how you doing, man? Tyler says, "Homegrown hungry this weekend." Here's the thing, Tyler. I don't know how many homegrown's you're actually going to see. Brandon Craig, Nathan, no, not Nathan. Brandon Craig, Quinn Sullivan, and Jack McLean are all with the U.S. Men's Youth National Team, the under twenties. So the only real homegrown that you're going to have available is Raffanello and Nathan Harrell. And I'll talk about Raffanello in just one second. So here's the thing when it comes to Orlando. I really don't know what to expect from the squad. They're coming off of a tough start to the season. Um, I do believe that... Let me double check what the first of result was. I do believe they have only... Hold on one second, guys. So Da, 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 da. And of course it took me back to the other screen but you know what we can do instead Montreal, Orlando only have one win on the season with two draws and one loss they're coming off of a tough loss against Charlotte and which listen Charlotte were they took control of the match early on and didn't let go and for Orlando you know right now if you hear a lot of Orlando City fans they're fed up of Oscar Pareja, Columbia manager. He's now in his third season. And, you know, I know Pareja. I, I've seen him, you know, even with Gene with Dallas before that. Um, he always comes into places. He ignites the energy. And over time, the love, I don't know if it's the love or just the message goes stale, but the teams just don't respond for him in the same way. Slowly, it seems it's slowly starting to happen with Orlando. It is still really early to kind of tell that. But, you know, this past week on Duke by the River, we did have Zach from Orlando City Fan TV, which make sure you guys do follow and make sure you guys check out that pod episode. It was a great one. We got some great insight. But his stuff that he does is questionable. It doesn't make sense, right? So like on a match like this weekend where, you know, if you're Orlando, I think that walking out with the point has got to be the priority. Right, because there's no way they're coming in here winning. I don't see a way Orlando comes in here now. Granted, I didn't see a way Montreal would beat us because of their offense, but here we are. We're talking about a we're we're talking about the Union coming out off of a loss trying to get a win on Saturday. So anything can really happen, but it is just going to be really interesting to see what Orlando will have. Um, obviously, the main big loss is Pedro Gaese is not in there. Um, so I'm trying to see here. Um, I do believe, yeah. So Mason Sudhar, who is a homegrown, um, is going to be the guy that will be in play here for Orlando. Um, I'm trying to see here. He does not. I don't believe he has any cap or any matches he played. He played in two matches last year. Two total. Two. But obviously, listen, Mason could be Matty Freeze, right? The incumbent for Orlando. The when Pedro Gaese is gone, he'll be the guy. But he's not Pedro Gaese. And that defense, although it's okay, not great, not bad, it's okay, they've had to rely a lot on Pedro Gaese. So if I am Orlando, and this is my own recommendation, I am putting guys back, maybe playing with the five-back line, I'm parking that goddamn bus 110%, making Stude job as easy as possible. Because although you, the Union you don't have Carranza, Gazdag, they still got Urre. They still have the Union. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about the midfield in a second, but you still got guys who can create in the attack. Uh, so if I'm if I'm Orlando, that is just my my, my game plan. Uh, Mauricio Pereira should be available here for Orlando. Uh, I mean, everything pretty much is still intact here for Orlando. I am curious about um, this kid, Duncan. Uh, I'm trying to find... Wait, where is he? Duncan. Maybe this is not... Yeah, he did start this match. Where the... Oh, because I'm looking at Charlotte. Duncan McGuire Duncan McGuire does intrigue me um, he's a homegrown player as well big body does like the hole uh, I don't know if he will start according to what Orlando City Fan TV told us possibly he doesn't start um, they could go with Angola uh, but I'm curious to see what he does bring um, they will have Pereira, no Fagundo Torres like I just mentioned uh, everything else pretty much intact no Cartagena as well um, so I'm curious to see do they move Pereira into a uh, more of an atta- attacking role? He's been playing as a CDM. They do give him a room to roam, uh, but it'll, it is a little bit different. It's going to be intriguing to see what the tactics will be. Unfortunately, it's just a little bit unpredictable with Mister Oscar Pareja. So we'll have to wait and see. But for the Union, like the question is like, what do the Union line up in? Like w- considering what we have available, what is the best formation? What are the best tactics for this? And I'll be honest with you, with what we have available. I don't think you change it up. I think you stick with the 442 diamond. I've seen, you know, I've heard 4231, I've heard uh uh the Christmas tree bringing getting brought back. I've heard uh, a three back line. I I don't know how you're going to do that without Damien Lowe or Brandon Craig to be honest with you guys. But I think that you are best suited to play in that 442 diamond. And again, intensity, intensity, intensity for a full 90 minutes. It's what you need to focus on more than anything else. Um, so I think it's going to be a 4, four two diamond. I think what the lineup will be is, obviously, I think Bendik will stay in goal. I got Bendik in goal. I got Wagner, uh, Gleznis, Elliott. Gleznis, uh, by the way, happy birthday. Celebrating birthday this week. Getting extension. Birthday? A oh, goal Please. I think Nathan Harry will start that right back. Um, The midfield's where it gets interesting. Diamond again. I think, though, it's a very, very hard decision. But I think in this one, I'm very conflicted. It's like 50-50. And here, I'll give you my both options. So I think what we'll go with is Flock at the left, Jesus Bueno at the six, Alejandro Bedoya at the right, with Joaquin Torres at the tip of the diamond. But you can also run with um, somehow Pereira and Bedoya. Now, listen, I don't know how I feel about Pereira starting at the left-hand side. I haven't really seen that now. For Remember, he's playing against his former squad, an Orlando guy. So, for more Orlando people, let me know if that's something he can do. But, Pereira at the left, Ali at the right, and then keeping Joaquin Torres at the tip of the diamond. Pereira um, brings great depth off the bench. That's why I think that you should have him coming off the bench. Hester's bueno. In the two matches that we have seen him in CCL play, I've been really impressed he looks composed. He looks like he belongs. Uh, he, he's got touch as well. So I would I, I think he deserves an opportunity to get and start in an MLS play. Um, so give me Jesus Bueno. So I think it'll be Flock, Bueno, uh, Bedoya, and uh, Torres at the tip of the dime. Two forwards. Again, I think you got to go Chris Donovan and Michael Urre. I think all the pressure here is on Urre in this matchup. Great performance against Montreal, two goals. I think he's had a solid season, very quiet, a solid season. And I think for this one, a lot of people people have questions about whether he can get it done on a consistent basis. Can he stay healthy? I think this is a match where he can absolutely just shut up the fucking haters and go out there and prove it. I mean, this Orlando defense is shaky. You can absolutely get behind. And when you are behind, I'm not worried about Stuhar. No, absolutely not. And so that's why I say, like, you still have a lot of good attacking pieces. I think what Orlando is missing is more detrimental than what the Union are missing. Why that is? I don't know. Maybe because, you know, those moves the Union did over the offseason, bringing in a Damian Lowe, bringing in a, a, a Joaquin Torres, bringing in Andres Pereira. It's for the depth. We've done it with the offseason within the league. We have a homegrown system, which we're really not going to rely on this week, but you, you get the picture. So with that being said, this is why the union are who they are. The depth will be shown out. And that's why I think that is, that's a real reason why I think we will win this game. I Also do want to know, will we get a Ruffin Yellows uh, outing? Will we see an appearance from him? Will we get an appearance from Nelson Pierre? That would be their first appearance as an MLS play. Uh, So I'm intrigued to see if that does happen. Uh, so listen, it could be interesting. We could see some new players. I think Saturday's gonna be more fun than what you guys think it'll be. As much as it sucks playing an international break, we can find out a lot about our club, and it could be either really good or make us really, really mad. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens there. Appreciate you guys coming on here, TikTok. I really do appreciate. Keep get, guys, give me your uh, your predictions. Give me your predictions. What do you think will happen, Universe Orlando tomorrow night? Let's get those predictions. Get those questions in there, too, guys. Yeah, this is this is mad annoying. Um, Tyler, thank you so much for the follow. I do appreciate that, my guy. Appreciate it, man. Welcome to the family. Welcome on in. Awesome stuff. Um, all right. So as far as predictions go for myself, I do think, like I mentioned, it'll be a low-scoring match. I think the union will get the job done, though. And I think that it'll be a one nothing game. I think Ure gets a a, a a first half goal, like a thirty to forty minute goal. Uh, and I think that the Union will just press the crap on them, suffocate them. Uh, and I think that Orlando won't have a, won't have an answer. They don't typically play well here in Philadelphia, for Chester, for all you all you people that are are keeping tabs out here. But uh, I think it'll still be an entertaining matchup. And I think the Union will get the job done. Rain now, five nothing. You think five nothing in the rain? All right, hey, I like it. I like it. We'll see, man. Joaquín Torres hat trick, man. Give me the Joaquín Torres hat trick. Should be a lot of fun. All right, guys, it's gonna do it for today's edition of Uni Match Preview. Keep throwing your uh, your predictions in the comment section. Uh, thank you so much for watching, guys. Make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us for your stream podcast. Find us under Oin Philly Sports. Um, thank you, uh, thank you to our sponsor here today, Lots of Rain Watches. Make sure you guys check them out and use the promo code Parcero Philly. Until next time, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, DuPont. Talk to you guys soon.